Hey guys, uh, welcome back to this week's edition of Split Screen Media Podcast, um, episode 13. And with me as always is Connor, my lovely guest host over here. Hey everybody, how's it going? It's a little different this week, as you might notice. <laughs> um, we're without a guest host. Um, the The guest we had planned um, had some last minute cancellations, but the show must go on. Uh, so here we are. <laughs> it's just going to be us today. Yeah, and that's okay. Yeah. Oh no, that's totally fine. We're gonna we're gonna talk about some news. We're gonna talk about some mystery topics. We're gonna have a good time. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> speaking of Connor, I I just broke some news to you like five minutes before this started, <laughs> which is it's news, but it's it's it was definitely news to you. <laughs> it was news to me. So I I came to Chris like literally five minutes ago before we started recording. And I was like, hey, you heard of this guy, MF Doom? He's pretty good because <laughs> he, he had been recommended to me on my Spotify um, just because I listened to a lot of rap music. And I somehow he had kind of slipped under the radar for me. And I was listening to some stuff. I was listening to Mad Villainy. Um, uh, and and I, <laughs> I was like, hey, Chris, you should check this guy out. And he was like, oh, he died. <laughs> Which isn't funny, but I was like, What? <laughs> I had no idea. So I, yeah, he died. I guess last Halloween it was. Yeah, just a couple months ago, uh, it was on Halloween. Yeah, we were looking it up, and they there's no information about his death or how he died. He just sort of passed away, and they they gave out the information a few weeks later. But I was like, man, that's really sad for his family and his fans, and that sucks for me because I just got into him 20 <laughs> minutes ago. <laughs> yeah, but the, there's a a ton of his music out there. It goes back so. There won't be any new music, but you can you can if you're interested in that guy, um, his music, you can definitely check out a lot of stuff that he has out. It's interesting because his sound is very like early to mid '90s, but he's ma- he was making stuff in like you know all the way up to I guess 2018. So and it's still and it all kind of has that same sound, which I I sort of miss with rap. You don't really get a lot of that now. It's sort of, it's the more like trap influenced stuff. It's you know. It's not really mumble rap anymore. That sort of died, but it, it's kind of like that in that vein, that era, and mm-hmm. you don't really hear a lot of that like heavy sort of. Uh, I don't even know really what you call it. I'm not, you know, I'm I don't know a lot about music, like the specifics of it, but whatever that like crazy bass is that you would hear in those '90s songs and sort of the more lyrical rap mm-hmm. um, seems to be like what he's kind of about. I would say he's definitely more of a, a lyricist. Um, I haven't listened to him in years. Um, but from what I remember, he was he was very focused on his lyrics. I definitely feel like when it comes to rap, I discover things way later than everyone else. <laughs> like I'm kind of I'm like the last one. I'm like, hey, this guy's pretty good. And they're like, yeah, no shit. He's been good for years. Or, you know, for whoever it is. I just I'm I've always been on the like, you know, the tail end of the trend. You know what I was thinking about earlier? What's that? Uh I had so you had MF Doom um recommended to you. I had Lil Dirk recommended to me like a lot today for some reason um and i i always thought he was kind of garbage but he's like featured on like drake and like uh i forget back in blood is a song he's on uh and he has like a bunch of his own songs out that apparently are like really popular i haven't heard Lil dirk in a long time <laughs> just yeah. that name i haven't i'm gonna look I'm, i want to look up real quick just to see like how recent his current stuff is um uh backdoor is that from little dirk let's see i think oh, that wow. was... yeah, he's got like 18 million listeners per month on spotify 
Yeah, Backdoor is the one that was uh, recommended to me. And it's, I like it a lot. And I was like, oh, like, I, I didn't know Lil Dirk was like kind of coming up. Or I guess he's up now. Yeah, just yeah, more up, I guess. I don't know. that. Yeah, I I haven't heard his shit in a long time. Oh, I guess he appeared on uh, Roddy Rich's album. It looks like he was on one of those songs. Yeah, he's he was on that. And I think he was, uh, yeah, Laugh Now, Cry Later from Drake, which is huge. So 2020 was good for him. Yeah, he was around when I was in high school. I'm pretty sure. Like, that was where I first heard of him. Yeah, I first heard of him in college because he came he came to our college to perform. Did he really? Yeah, it was like I I didn't go to the concert. Um even though I kind of wanted to, but it was in it was in um it wasn't where they normally hold him. It was in like one of the auditoriums and I was like that's going to be the worst concert ever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like the one the ones that were on campus that were super tiny. Yeah, and like it's like the seats like they don't pull out the seats. So like it's like you're going to a rap concert to sit down yeah it's basically like it's an opera house where you would see a rap artist it's very strange that's exactly the 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 vibe i got from it and that's why i didn't go (laughs) yeah i don't blame you i only saw one i I thought i saw big gigantic when they came you didn't go to the ray schramer concert i didn't know i I really i wasn't as much into this kind of stuff as i am now like i it sort of that period in college is when i started to like or when i got more into like current rap i guess mm-hmm. um so for the first little bit i was just like oh i don't really want to go see this or i don't want to you know now i wish i'm kind of kicking myself because i wish I, except for the little uzi concert because apparently it was terrible <laughs> yeah little uzi was bad ray schramard was one of the best concerts i've ever been to even though like i know like college concerts can get downplayed a little bit but that one was pretty good who else was there for that was it just them or did they have like a opening act oh <sighs> I, f- I forget who opened. Must not have been that. <laughs> must not have been that important. <laughs> At ODU, I saw a couple people. Um, you saw, I saw Twenty One Pilots, right? I saw yeah, I saw Twenty One Pilots when they were for, they were the opening act for AWOL Nation, who no one cares about now. <laughs> that's right. But at the time, that was pretty. That's pretty popping. Yeah, no, because like Sale had just come out, and now it's like you know AWOL Nation's one big song. Um, and Chitty, Bang. You... Chitty Bang opened for him. Oh, Chitty Bang! I don't even know who that is. <laughs> they have like they had like one song in like 2007 or something. Oh, okay. <laughs> so that maybe. makes they'd be opening. Yeah. yeah, but it was weird because a- I'm gonna let you guys in on a secret. A Wall Nation is not very good live. <laughs> they're they're kind of <laughs> bad. But that 21 Pilots concert was very, or the opening part of that concert was very unassuming. Like, they came out, and they were just like, hey, we're 21 Pilots, we're going to play some songs, and then they fucking rocked. Like, it was the best concert I've ever seen, by far. And I think it was just because there was such low expectations for them. They had, at the time, like, maybe one song on the radio, and it was like, they only played it on, like, 96X, and they they weren't nearly as popular as they were now. It was just, like, their first album. Um, But I've seen them a couple times since, and they've always put on amazing shows. Were they cheap tickets? Like, because they weren't that big? They were yeah. The tickets were like fifteen bucks because I got a uh, a student discount too because it was at um, it was like at the arena that was there, so they were just like oh yeah no if you if you're a student you get like five bucks off so it was twenty dollars. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, Awol Nation was weird too because no one besides that one song no one really cared about them either. 
like people just wanted to see sale and then there was like maybe yeah. one or two others that people were kind of familiar with but yeah uh i don't know anything besides <laughs> it's like if you can name me one other right now <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah that was that was really my my experience with with college concerts was at my the first one i went to and then when i transferred i didn't really go to any of the others but we did see donald trump do you want to talk about that <laughs> i didn't get to go to that oh you didn't no i had to work i okay, watched I, should, it, I watched it work though i should make this very clear i am not a trump supporter i'm not you know <laughs> i want to put that out there before i say i went he he came to our school um and held one of his rallies and it was one of the tickets were free so it was one of those things where you know like him or not, it's historic and has since become historic because he, you know, became the president. I think a but, lot of people went because of that. Like it was like, I mean, just think about how everyone felt in 2016 about it, you know. And a lot of college kids were like, a lot of college is in the south, you know, rural south college. So you had a lot of people going to support him, but you also had a lot of people going just to like get the vibe, you know. Yeah, no, for sure. It, it was definitely a joke then. Yeah. Like it was very much kind of like, oh, we're gonna go see this. It's gonna be fun. It's gonna be ridiculous. Wow. And that's kind of why we went four years ago. What a time! <laughs> <laughs> we could joke about Donald Trump. That was, oh, those were good times. But I, I went and they didn't even let us into the um the main area because so many people showed up to the indoor part of the arena mm-hmm. that we had to stand outside and they had like these giant projectors that were showing what he was talking about. Um, yeah i remember people like they overflowed into the like parking lots and the road basically it went all the way back because you had to drive to that arena like you had to go past that street down a ways and the crowd was yeah like you're saying all the way back to like the main road it was absolutely insane because i think a lot of people it wasn't just the college kids that came a lot of it was the the, the the townies who actually did like trump yeah. so it was a, it was a good mix of like people who were there just to you know witness this event and then there were other people who were like actually supporting him and that kind of you know put a damper on the whole thing a little bit but he kicked a few people out i think he was kicking people out of every rally he did though yeah there were people there was a group of people actually i remember that marched in at a certain point and they kind of walked around the inside of the arena and then he kicked them out Get him out of here. <laughs> get him out. <laughs> that was kind of his exact. He was like, get him out. Get him out right now. <laughs> yeah, but people want people want him to do that because that was like one of his tropes kind of thing with like for his rallies in 2016. Yeah. Now the only people at his rallies are people who support him. <laughs> there's no <laughs> there's no people going there as a joke. Yeah. I feel like I feel like just in general, if you're running for your second term, people won't go to you. Like your rallies unless they really support you yeah i mean his turnout has been a lot smaller recently and not just because of covid but you know because i think like you're saying people you either like him or you don't at this point you're not gonna mm-hmm. you know go there and have your mind changed or whatever yeah and i'm not just saying that about donald trump i'm saying that about like i bet obama's second election or re-election rallies were probably smaller or less variety of people oh yeah for sure did they say what they're gonna do with the inauguration is is it going to be all online or are they going to have like a small group of people or i I don't really know what they're planning on doing for that uh i'm not sure i think the national guard has been like on standby or deployed or whatever for like through the inauguration but i don't know if they're doing it 
inside. I don't know how many people are showing up. I don't know. Yeah, I thought it just might be a like a televised thing from somewhere in the white. Like they'll they'll set up a little room with friends and family, and then you can just watch on TV. But I doubt that they're going to let people gather in in the front lawn or whatever like they usually do. Yeah, usually the and the people like around like I don't know my DC geography. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say around uh, the reflecting pool, but that's not near the White House, is it? I think it might be. I honestly have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I went there once in eighth grade. I haven't been there in. I've been to DC recently. I haven't been to around that kind of stuff, though. Yeah, I went once on a field trip, which was actually a lot of fun. But I haven't. I haven't really been there since. I don't think about it that often, believe it or not. <laughs> <laughs> We're kind of off topic, but <laughs> it's okay. It's fine. It's just the two of us. It's no big deal. Um. Do you want to get into the Star Wars game rebranding? Oh, do I always? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. So they, um, I guess, do you have like an article that you want to pull up or? I don't. Okay. I can kind of give, if you want to look that up real quick, I can give sort of a brief summary of what what's going on. So uh, Disney has since rebranded their games division as Lucasfilm Games which is sort of harkens back to the, the 90s slash 2000s era of LucasArts, which was their studio, or the, you know, Star Wars branded studio, the Lucas studio who made all the video games, like, you know, not just all the Star Wars games, but they did uh, the, oh, not David Cage, um, Tim Schafer, all the Tim Schafer games, like uh, Sam and Max, uh, Full Throttle, uh, Day of the Tentacle, and Psychonauts. They did mm -hmm. that kind of stuff. So that apparently is going to be coming back in some capacity. And just today they announced that they're going to be developing an Indiana Jones game with Bethesda, which will be like an entirely new story. It won't be based on the, the um, pre-existing movies. It'll just be like its own separate thing. I don't even know if it's going to be, you know, Harrison Ford as Indiana Jones. I have no idea what they're going to do, but. Yeah, I would like to see at least some voice acting from Harrison Ford in that game. But. Yeah, it, it, I guess if I can, you know, this seems very strange to me, like a strange boot. Not the, not the rebranding of, you know, Lucas Games. I think that makes a lot of sense because people are tired of what EA is doing and, or not doing to be more accurate. But I think it's weird to put out an Indiana Jones game when Uncharted and Tomb Raider already exist. Like, especially Uncharted. I mean, Uncharted is just Indiana Jones, but with a different character. So I wonder what's going to be so different about this from uncharted that's going to make it like a unique experience yeah do we have any any details about the game yet or is it still like in its infancy the only thing they showed today was like it was a little uh, a teaser thing and it was indiana jones's desk and it was like panning across his desk and then it showed his hat and his whip and that was it okay so that's literally which funnily enough is the same trailer that we got for Uncharted, which was just panning across his desk <laughs> and showing <laughs> all his stuff. <laughs> so here's the, I guess, the new logo. Mm -hmm. Yep. Lucasfilm Games. A lot of the articles I found were the same, um, but apparently a lot of people are like in big support of it and they like it a lot. Yeah, and, and I think the reason for that right now is because it's still pretty ambiguous. We don't know if it's going to be a new division of EA 
that they're just calling Lucasfilm games, which would be kind of a bummer. Mm -hmm. Or if Disney is severing its ties with EA and Star Wars and they're going to make a separate division their own, call it Lucasfilm games, and then have that make Star Wars games, which is what everyone prefers. So it'll be interesting. And and they left it vague on purpose, which makes me think that it is going to be still part of EA's, uh, you know, family or whatever. I was trying to get this video to play. I couldn't get it to play on the other site either, but that's all right. They I might think, have taken it down. Yeah, maybe. I think it might be because I'm viewing it from a third-party website. I don't know how. I don't know if that matters. I know they do that with like the NFL. You have to watch NFL stuff on YouTube. Yeah, that's a huge pain. I don't know why they yeah. do that. Do you think? Uh, do you think it's obviously rebranded? But if EA still has control, do you think uh, microtransactions and stuff will be? Because uh... that's what I associate with EA. Do you think it'll still persist? Um, depending on the game, if it's still part of EA, definitely. Uh, they didn't do it with Fallen Order, which was you know mostly single player. It'd be hard to do microtransactions in that game. Um, say, I'm guessing same with the Indiana Jones. That'll don't probably give, be a... <laughs> don't give him a challenge. <laughs> I did. I double dog dare you. You won't put microtransactions in there. <laughs> but I don't know. I just I, with with you know Indiana Jones again. They probably won't. But if it's still part of EA and they put out like Battlefront three, or they're doing some other kind of Star Wars multiplayer, maybe like a Doom or Quake type multiplayer with uh, uh, Star Wars, then yeah, probably they probably will still have the same amount. Are you excited for uh, any of the, any of those games? I, I'm, I'm excited for the games that they might bring back because right before Lucasfilms was canceled, they announced like three or four games that I thought would be really cool. Um, there was supposed to be a game called Star Wars 1313. I don't know if anyone watching remembers that, but it was a bounty hunter game that took place on Coruscant and it was going to be, um, because Coruscant is basically a giant city, um, like a, a planet city, mm-hmm. and it has levels to it. So it was going to be like you basically are going closer and closer towards the center of the planet, but there's all these civilizations underneath. And you were going to be on level 1313, which is like kind of a scumbag bounty hunter area. And you were just basically going to do bounties and go through the story kind of Uncharted style. And that game looked really cool. There was a Darth Maul game that was supposed to come out. There was a sequel to Force Unleashed that was planned that was supposed to be co-op, which also sounded fun. Um, I know Disney is very concerned about keeping everything canon or keeping everything in the Disney Star Wars universe, but I would love to see them make more Legends games like that. I would love to see them revive those projects and bring those back to the uh, to the forefront. I don't that might be wishful thinking, but you know, with them rebranding, it makes me think like, hey, they want people to. They don't want people to associate EA with this. They want people to associate Lucas with this. So, mm-hmm. you know, who knows? I will uh, I will say I got that Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic. I've yet to play it, but when I do, I'll have a review coming. <laughs> <laughs> maybe I should. I have it on my computer, so maybe we should both play it and then we can, yeah. we can discuss it. <laughs> it's a good idea. I, I, never, I have never played it before, but I bought it the other day. I haven't either. Joey, uh, Joey Baden, who's been on the podcast before, he said that it it's the only game that he's beaten because it has two different endings, like a good side and a bad side. Mm-hmm. He said it's the only game he's ever beaten where he beat it good side and then like immediately when the credits rolled, he started it up and played bad side again. 
Like he didn't take a break from it or he literally just like blew through it again. Cause it was mm. that good. So, you know, who knows? It could be awesome. I was, I was amazed that you had never played the old battlefront games, which to me is like gamer original sin. Like I, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I might, I would, I think those are available backwards. So the way I got Knights of the old Republic was, uh, it's on my Xbox one, but it's like the Xbox, like original Xbox version of it. Mm-hmm. I think battlefront games are on there, right? They are. Yeah. So most of the um, original Xbox star Wars games are on there. Yeah. So you can get battlefront one and two. If you, if you're only going to get one, I would recommend two. Cause it's just like a better version of one. Like it's, it's not like, Oh, things are different. It's literally like we just improved on everything that was wrong with the first one. Um, but I, I think it genuinely is like top five games for me. It, it, it's one of those games you can play forever. It, it yeah. never gets old. It never gets boring. There's so much content in that game that it's kind of ridiculous. It, it, makes the, it makes the newer Battlefronts look way more <laughs> embarrassing when you compare it. The only, the only Star Wars game I ever played really was, besides the Lego ones, which I don't know if those count. <laughs> I think that counts. Um, because those ones are dope. <laughs> they, those are. Uh, was Force Unleashed on the 360. That's a great game. Yeah. I don't really remember much. I don't think I played it all the way through. Um, but I, I, I enjoyed what I did play. That game's interesting because it was part of the Star Wars universe, like the official Star Wars universe. Mm-hmm. And then when Disney bought... Um, the rights to star wars they made they turned it into legends instead of canon so it's no longer a part of the official timeline which is kind of shitty yeah but is there a reason they did that or is it just they they just wanted to tell their own stories like they you know they got rid of all the there was a bunch of like star wars eu books that were out that were basically like the sequel trilogy Mm -hmm. except in book form and then disney was like nah fuck all that we're gonna get rid of all that and we're gonna make our own sequel trilogy which turned out great and everybody loved it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. There's, there's so much, there's so many rumors, people talking about Disney um, getting rid of the continuity of their own films. So they're going to make the sequel trilogy, not Canon anymore. Like the ones that just came out because people hated it so much, which honestly I think is a great idea. Uh, Well, I still haven't seen the last one, but do you think over time people might come to accept them? Because that's kind of what happened with the prequels, right? Yeah, the the prequels the prequels are on a weird graph because they kind of go up and down constantly. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like it's one of those things people love them, people hate them, people love them, people hate them, uh, hate them. So this this kind of felt like this felt different from the prequels only in that people were in two separate camps. You either love Episode Eight or you hate episode eight. And I feel like any research you did or any rewatchings just further cemented you <laughs> in that mindset. It wasn't really like, like, Oh, I didn't like it at first, but then I kind of came around cause I can see like the value in it. It was like, it was pretty set in stone. I think from the beginning. Okay. That's interesting. I think uh, I have to go back and rewatch it and see what I think. Yeah. I'd be curious, especially once you like, Maybe if you did all three of them in a row or something, you did seven, eight, nine. Um, I'd be curious to hear what you think is not for, I mean, it's not like you're not a fan, but maybe from like a more outsider's perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, 
you know, just as like from a moviegoer's perspective, I'd be curious because I think episode eight doesn't just fail as a Star Wars movie. I think it's a bad film. Um, hey, no influencing me. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, no, I that's this is all my own personal opinion. I think personally yeah. it's a bad film. Um, it just fails on so many different levels of like basic screenwriting and basic directing. Um, but yeah, I. I'm excited for what Lucasfilm games is going to do. Hopefully. Mm -hmm. Um, Is there anything like, is there any star Wars game that you would like to see either brought back or maybe a sequel to it or something based on what you. Because I haven't played a ton of star Wars games, especially like the older ones. I don't really know. Um, I think. Like, as I go into playing Knights of the old Republic, I think bringing back, like the fan favorites like the games that a lot of people loved obviously would i assume would be a good business business decision and make fans happy but would it would it do you think it would interest you if you were able to play these games that were remade so like because a lot of the, what you're gonna have to go back and look at now is just like you know the games may be fun but the graphics are gonna suck just because they're old would it would it like entice you more i guess if you could play these games again but remade to you know next gen graphics would that be something you'd be interested in 100 percent. i love that um i the same day i bought nice the old republic i bought the spyro uh reignited trilogy which is the remade version of the old spyro games and they play pretty much the same like they're very close to the original and the graphics are way better and I think the game is better for it. Yeah. So yeah, it, I would be, I would definitely be interested in that, um, like a remake of the older Star Wars games. I think that'd be because you wouldn't really have to do that much work. I mean, just slap a fresh coat of paint on it, and you can keep literally everything else the same because those games are still so solid from a gameplay perspective. Mm-hmm. They don't really require a lot of updating, especially uh, the Battlefront series. So. Yeah, I'm I'm hopeful, but I'm also I really don't see the the point of a <clears throat> excuse me a new Indiana Jones either. But <laughs> if people are excited, people it's the same. I feel the same about the movie though. Like I don't care about this new Indiana Jones movie that's coming out either. I feel like I care less about the movie <laughs> than I do the video game. Like the video game might be interesting, and if the gameplay mechanics are pretty cool or something, you know. But well, I think I still have a sour taste in my mouth from uh, Crystal Skull. <laughs> Did you see the Chris Pratt thing about no. it? So there's a lot of rumors going around right now that he's going to play. They're doing a prequel to Indiana Jones as well. And he's going to play young Indiana Jones. <laughs> the look on your face. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, I like Chris Pratt. I just don't think that's the role for him. <laughs> I don't think that's the role to be fair to him, like because i like him too i don't think that's a role for anybody there's some things you should just leave alone yeah i he's gonna play a younger indiana jones but he's not super young no he's just as old as harrison ford was when he made those films the yeah. original films <laughs> that that's that's kind of why i had a look on my face you know i think if you get like an actor who's like like 20 or 22 or looks 20 or 22 i think that might be a little bit better or whenever you're trying to set the thing but chris pratt it literally is like what 35 or something 
Yeah, no, I mean, he's he definitely wouldn't suit like the teenage like if they're going for like the teenage years or something, which he's, is exactly what they're doing with Uncharted. <laughs> he is uh, forty-one. Oh yeah, okay, so that's so. not even, <laughs> that's a grown-ass man. Yeah. Yeah, if you got like you know, obviously I'm using Tom Holland because he's going to be in the Uncharted movie, but a Tom Holland or a Timothy Chalamet or a, you know someone younger, then that might make more sense. But again, you shouldn't touch these movies. It's like Back to the Future. Like you shouldn't. They should never remake Back to the Future. That's a stupid idea. So I'm looking it up. Uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark came out in 1981, right? Okay. Harrison Ford was born in 19... What did I say? 1981? 1981 for Raiders, yeah. Uh, Harrison Ford was born in 1942. So that means he was 39 in Raiders of the Lost Ark. So how can Chris Pratt be a younger version of Indiana Jones when he's literally <laughs> older than Harrison Ford was when he starred in the first movie? <laughs> that doesn't make any sense at all. Whatever. whatever. <laughs> That's going to be a sad day, dude, when Harrison Ford passes away I, I i feel like i'm gonna be indisposed that day i just i won't be able to like talk to anybody <laughs> knock on knock on wood don't jinx it oh yeah knock on when wood. this this comes out on friday and and he dies like the night before or something you're gonna feel real bad about yourself dude if he's dead by then oh my god i don't even know how i'm gonna <laughs> the podcast is canceled <laughs> i couldn't oh no i couldn't live with that if i predicted his death oh dude that'd be that'd be Oof. such a bummer well, you heard it here first. <laughs> <laughs> I'm calling it Harrison Ford this week. Oh, no. <laughs> Do you want to switch gears to uh, Master of None? You had some information about that. Yeah, sure. Um, they're, they're coming. So after like a, you know, a four or five year hiatus, however long it was, um, because, you know, obviously there was it takes a lot of time to write this show. And then also Aziz Ansari had his uh, um, sexual harassment allegations and everything, which turned out to be, you know, they were debunked and everything was fine. But he is coming back for season three. And so is, I guess, the rest of the cast. And it's going to take place in London this time around. Mm -hmm. um, so instead of New York and Italy, like the other two seasons did. Now, you you haven't seen this show, right? Yeah, it's a show that I've heard a lot of good things about, but I never really had any like inclination to watch it. I'm not like the biggest fan of Aziz Ansari, so that kind of plays into it why I haven't seen it. Okay. Is it like is it his comedy or is it just like Yeah, his comedy he... his comedy doesn't really land with me sometimes. He kind of seems like he kind of he kind of seems like an energetic like kid who screams a lot it's kind of like it's kind of like the not to the same level but like the amy schumer kind of comedy but like oh <laughs> not to that level i'm not putting them in the same boat but like certain aspects kind of cross over I, amy schumer is a far worse i'd rather listen to this i'm sorry <laughs> but um it's it just there's some comedians that i just watch and i, I it's hard to get through them Okay. If that's the case, you might not like the show. <clears throat> um, cause the character that he plays isn't that dissimilar from how he seems to present himself himself in his comedy acts. 
Mm-hmm. Um, it, it seems like a lot of the show is taken from his real life, which you need to do for a lot of shows to you know, come up with inspiration. But like his actual parents play his parents in the show. Okay. And a lot of it is sort of based on his real life. But I think if you can get past that, the writing in that show is really good. The show is super well directed. And it, it I think it accomplishes the feat of every season the show gets better. There's only been two seasons, but like the second season, I think like blows the first season out of the water. And the first season is still really good. How does he compare to um, Parks and Rec? Like when he was on both of them? He is much more toned down in this show. Okay. There are moments where you see him do his Parks and Rec thing where he's like, you know, whatever. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like the high energy thing. But I think it's he's supposed to be playing a real person. So in this one, it's much more sedated, much more, uh, you know, grounded, I guess. Okay. Um. I would give it like if you were gonna try it out, I'd give it like maybe two or three episodes, and then that is probably a good basis for whether or not you want to watch the rest of the show. Okay. Uh, when is when is the uh, the next season coming out? Do we know? They they have I think I think started production again. So my guess is that it'll either come out like late, like very late this year, or relatively early next year. Okay. But it, it genuinely is one of my favorite shows, not just on Netflix, but of all time. I think it's super, super good. Um, and I was kind of bummed because it was it was one of those where they didn't necessarily leave it on a cliffhanger, but it left you, I guess, wanting to see more from those characters. Mm-hmm. And it was a bummer that, you know, all the stuff happened with him and then the show got sort of put on the shelf for a couple of years. But I'm really excited to see that it's coming back. Do they have uh, any like plans for future seasons or is it just... They just do it like one at a time or I think for right now, it's just this season, which okay. um, I, don't, I can't remember if I mentioned, but they're going to London. I don't know if I yeah. said that, but OK. You yeah, yeah, you did. So it'll, I, I don't know if it's going to be like some kind of vacation thing or everybody's going to move there. I don't really know what's going to happen. But uh, as far as I know, that's it. It's kind of the Stranger Things mantra where they just they do it one season at a time. They don't really which is detrimental to <laughs> uh, Stranger Things, but fine for Master of None. Gotcha. You know, is, uh, you know what else is not in production, but getting there? What's that? Deadpool 3. Deadpool 3. Great segue. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, They have confirmed that they're working on a script. They don't have a final script yet, but they're working on it. And Ryan Reynolds is working pretty closely with them. And I think I saw that they're looking to film in 2022. Oh, to and- film in 2022. Yeah, I think yeah, I think filming 2022, and then uh, they are pretty dead set on an R rating. Yeah, which I know a lot of people were worried about because he's gonna like fold into the existing MCU, which up mm-hmm. till this point has only had um, PG-13 movies. Mm-hmm. So they were like, oh, are they gonna you know are they gonna nerf it? Are they gonna make it so that he's not really Deadpool anymore? Are they gonna change the character? And apparently that's not what they're doing. So. It's going to fall into like the more adult MCU movie. Like I know Blade that's coming out. That's going to be rated R. Mm-hmm. Um, there are a couple others too that they've announced, but it's going to fall into that category. Yeah. I think his standalone movies like will be rated R and you can pretty safely bet on that. But if he appears in any other movies, he'll probably dumb his character down for lack of a better term. Someone I saw someone online had a really good idea of like if he has to appear in an Avengers movie, you can have him censor himself so it does like the the beeps and it like 
it censors out whatever he says, but like he's frustrated that he's in a PG 13 movie. Like he that can sort of address the audience is a really good idea because it's very Deadpool esque breaking that fourth wall, like understanding. And I think that that would be hilarious. No, it's great. And also in PG 13 movies, you're allowed to say the F word once. So like at one <laughs> point when, so when all, when everything's going to shit, he can just go like, fuck or so, you know, like whatever they can then, do something like that. And then he can be like kind of stoked that it didn't get censored. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just the one time. <laughs> like there's all this, all this like craziness happening. He's like, Oh, I said it that time. <laughs> <laughs> and he tries to say it again. It cuts him off again. <laughs> hard cuts to to a different action scene <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh that too yeah that'd be that'd be even funnier um so i think that was what someone has suggested which i think is a great idea but i'm, I'm definitely glad that that they're keeping it r because it kind of you know i think it'll be in that same vein as the first two even if it's not maybe as uh i don't want to say indie developed because the first one kind of was the second one had a much bigger budget um, but if you really go back and watch Deadpool one, it feels like an indie movie. It had a budget of like four, you know, $40 million, which for a superhero movie is basically nothing. Um, you know, it only had a couple sets, like it, it has the, the pacing of like a much smaller movie, mm-hmm. which is kind of what I enjoyed about it. It was nice to like take a step back from everything being world ending or like some cataclysmic event that the Avengers, it was like, oh, he's just trying to not look ugly. Like, that's the whole plot of that movie. <laughs> yeah. You, you saw both of those, right? Yeah, I've seen both of them. Okay. What did you think of them? I really enjoyed them. I didn't know much about Deadpool's character. And he's kind of become like a, um, I won't say a cult phenomena, but like a lot of people like try and emulate him, you know, like a, cosplays and stuff and it's kind of cringy but um i think the movies themselves are really good and i think ryan reynolds is a a really good actor for him like stellar stellar choice there yeah i agree i think i think deadpool 2 definitely is a little bit more sloppy um but i think it has one of my favorite superhero specific jokes in it of all time or like scenes which is the um the x4 scene when they're jumping out of the plane Mm mm-hmm like that entire sequence, if you know what I'm talking about, that entire sequence is like comedy gold. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when, when like Peter has to sit down on the edge and then jump off the plane, like <laughs> I don't think I've laughed that hard in in a theater for a superhero movie ever. <laughs> I I think I saw Deadpool with you in theaters. Maybe we all. I think we all saw the first one together because that, that was the... like Joey and yes. Because is that the weekend that um, Zoolander 2 came out? And we tried. Yes. I think. Was that, was that Deadpool 1 or 2? Oh, man. I don't remember. I don't remember either. <laughs> I think it was. Yeah, because we tried to do the. Uh, we can probably say this now. I'm sure it's fine. Yeah, there's, there's no statute of limitations on it. <laughs> it also failed. So we didn't end up yeah. doing anything. But we, we tried to. Um, I'll say allegedly. That way we can't get yeah. in trouble. Allegedly, yeah. We tried to um, jump. We, we were watching. I get. Let's say Deadpool one for all intents and purposes. We were watching Deadpool one. We finished that, and then Zoolander two had just come out, and we were gonna just like walk over to the other theater. But the problem was that it started maybe twenty minutes after, so we had to find something to do. We couldn't just stand in the hallways. Mm-hmm. So 
we initially went to go see the Revenant, yep. and then we were just gonna leave the Revenant and then go to Zoolander two. And holy shit, I wish we had just stayed in the Revenant because that the first like <laughs> ten minutes of that movie were amazing. <laughs> yeah, we watched it. I think that was we caught the start of it because it yeah. was the bear bear scene or something. It was right at the beginning. It was when there were still other people, and it was just like these these beautiful panning shots of the wilderness and all the people that were fighting. Yeah. And then we were like, all right, let's leave this, you know, <laughs> great movie. <laughs> and the problem with Zoolander is that we got in there and nobody had bought tickets. So we were the only people in there. <laughs> so so to the people, because they didn't know that we snuck in, to them, nobody was in that theater. So after 15 minutes, they just turned it off. Yeah, the video stopped and then the audio kept going. And we were like, what what's going on? <laughs> and then I think the audio stopped after a while. Right. It did, yeah. So that yeah. and we couldn't go up to them and be like, hey, excuse me, we snuck in. Can you turn that back on? <laughs> so we just left. Yeah. Just trying to get our double feature on. Yeah, for real. I think normally oh. that works. It's just nobody gave a fuck about Zoolander 2. And for good reason, it's a terrible movie. I wonder if if like one of the movie theater employees like saw us in there and they're like, nobody bought any tickets for this movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's possible because i was worried that like as soon as the video went off people were going to come in and be like what are you doing here so we were like well, let's get the fuck out of here <laughs> we just dipped out the back door all right there's fun. there's three of us and there's three exits if we split up <laughs> two of us are safe <laughs> only one person's going to jail tonight <laughs> we'll let fate decide oh, man, we should try that again <laughs> Post uh, we should try it, that again is it worth it <laughs> i have money for a second ticket now <laughs> not a second popcorn but a second ticket <laughs> i wonder you know that's an interesting point because i wonder how much cheaper movie tickets are going to either cheaper or more expensive they're going to be after this because i wonder if they're either going to jack up prices because they need to make money or they're going to lower prices to try and get people in like i don't know which way they're going to go on their business model I think it'll be a supply and demand thing. I think initially the demand will be higher because people are going to be wanting to go out and do date nights and movie nights and things like they used to before. You know, like even if you're someone who didn't do that often, you're probably itching to go out, you know, right about now. Yeah. Or you've, you've been itching. So I think there's going to be like a wave of people who want to go do these things. Um, and I think the, the demand will go up so you can charge more. Um, or who knows? I don't know how long regulations will be or if people will still be scared to go out and things like that. So I think it's all about supply and demand. So I also wonder if people now see movie theaters as a luxury instead of a necessity. Because before you'd be like, all right, every Friday we're going to do this. And now that you're not doing it, you're like, holy shit, we're saving so much money. We can just watch these movies at home, like same yeah. day. You know, I wonder yeah. if that's going to affect it too. Because there is, some of it is the fanfare of going to a movie, of sitting in those seats, watching the big screen. But some of it is just like, hey, we do this because it's our family tradition. And now our family tradition is order a pizza and watch it at home. Yeah, and that's, that's, I think we've talked about this before, is like the new movies is like you went to the movie theater to get those, you know? You couldn't get those on streaming. But now, if, you know, companies are putting them out simultaneously. There's no real incentive to go to a movie theater. I mean, again, if it's a luxury or tradition thing, yes. But for the aspect of catching a new movie, no. Yeah, because I, I mean, I don't know anybody who saw Wonder Woman 1984 in theaters. 
Somebody did from our friend group. I think I saw on Snapchat. Oh, that somebody actually went in. Oh, it was it was Seabass, wasn't it? He actually went into the theater. I think. Yeah, I don't remember who it was. I remember somebody was watched it in theaters, though. Okay. Yeah, somebody, so there's yeah. one. <laughs> there's one ticket. Well, it did. I think we mentioned this on a previous podcast, but it, it has done, it has the most uh, box office returns from any movie of 2020, which, again, isn't saying much because it still did pretty poorly. Mm-hmm. But of everything that came out, it's it's the highest right now, so. You know, there is something to be said for that, but I, I 90% of people just got the free trial of HBO Max and watched it there. That's true. I also think while Corona is more like prevalent, there's more cases and stuff. I think like, especially like back in March or April, it was locked down. You can't do anything. Do not go anywhere. You know, and now there's more like understanding of the virus and businesses are taking more precautions and regulations and they're letting people in whereas before it was like lockdown nobody's in your business is you know shut down apply for a loan <laughs> right yeah no that's that's true too so <laughs> i feel I, I do feel like we've had this conversation a lot about the theaters i just i find it super interesting yeah you know, where, where it's gonna go um this is probably the fourth or fifth time we've brought this up. <laughs> well, I think it's something that continues to develop like over time. And like, like you said, like there's new news with Wonder Woman coming out. Like if, I don't know, we reach a point where regulations can be lifted, we'll be talking about it. Cause you, you can look at movie theaters as maybe a more general um, like idea of the like economy and businesses where you need to be in person to like survive as a business and so as those things recover like movie theaters will be with that crowd yeah that's that's actually a really good point because this this story sort of is ever-changing yeah week to week something may come out where everybody needs to go see it like they're like oh this is you know maybe the new marvel movies like fuck you we're not putting this on disney plus and then everybody in order to see black widow or whatever has to go to the theaters and then that'll be a whole new story so you know, it'll be interesting to see how that develops. But in terms of, yeah, in terms of the money, I, I have no idea how that's going to be. Yeah. We got about 15 minutes left. Do you want to do our mystery topics? Yeah, I think that's a good idea. I still haven't thought of one. So we'll do yours first. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, let me share my screen. So it's kind of related to KF console, but not at all. <laughs> okay. Um, in a little backstory with how I came up with this idea, and I'm not the first one, clearly, I'll show you in a second. Um, I've been getting recommended a lot of like tier list videos on YouTube. You know what I'm talking about? I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> Have you been getting the same thing? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so um, I've actually thought about us doing one at some point. Like we pick a time. Well, look at this. <laughs> oh, dude, no way. <laughs> so it. it <laughs> um, for the KF console, we're gonna rank our chicken fast food restaurants. How did and you How did you set this up? This is so cool. This is this is pre made. I I was trying to find one where I could build it myself, and I it's literally tiermaker.com, and I found one for chicken restaurants, and I figured this is a good blend. Oh yeah, absolutely. So as a consensus, like we're we're gonna have to try and come together and and rank these. Have you tried all of these? 
I have not tried. Let me see. What, what's what's this one all the way on the left? What is that one? The green one. It looks yeah. like Wingstop. I I haven't had it. Whatever it is, that's okay. the only one I haven't had. I haven't had Wingstop, and I haven't had Church's Chicken. Everything else I've had. Okay. So Wingstop, Chick Fil A, Bojangles, KFC, Buffalo Wild Wings, Church's Chicken, Popeyes, Raising Canes, and Zaxby's. Okay. We got to go with KFC first. <laughs> okay. Where do you um, put it? Also, there's no F tier, which I guess is okay. But yeah, we could just say yeah. I I guess we can just leave the other ones off, and that could be considered the F tier until we try it. Um, well, yeah, I, I think the only one we can't really speak for is Wingstop. So yeah, I think I I feel like I might have had Wingstop at some point, but I'm not 100 percent sure. So I don't think that qualifies me to give my okay. opinion. Um, <laughs> I, if I if I for KFC I would either put it as like A or B. What are okay. you feeling? That is exactly where I would put it. I was wondering if you would put it higher or not, and we would like come to the middle on A. But yeah, I think it's delicious. So I'm, I would definitely say I think it's A regardless. We should probably set the ground rule. Are we talking about just the chicken that they offer, or are we talking about like sides and stuff like that? Because KFC has like really good sides, in my opinion. Um. For this, do you? That's hard because we could factor in like other stuff that, like the biscuits and yeah, like Bojangles is like their chicken doesn't really impress me, but their biscuits and their Bowberry uh, biscuits and stuff like that really, and their sweet tea like really, they kill it. And Chick Fil A's lemonade, like I was literally about to say, I think Bojangles is kind of crappy except for their sides. <laughs> so if we're just doing, maybe we should just do chicken because I think right. that's like that'll keep it more fair. Okay, I think KFC still goes A with just their chicken. I like agree. The, the breading's good, and the chicken has always been pretty good and nice and greasy. <laughs> Dude, I want to do one of these every time we record now. <laughs> 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 just a different one. Okay, do you want to do... Okay, I, I'm going to go out on a limb here. I don't know if you've ever had Raising Cane's. I'm going to put that as S. Yes, Raising Cane's is probably my favorite on this list. I had it... Uh, when I did the coast to coast trip mm. and I had it in Flagstaff and I, it's pretty comparable to Zaxby's. And so when I hit little rock, I got Zaxby's too. <laughs> so I was like, I was like, I really want to compare it like that same couple of days. There's a raising canes in um, like right near my house or relatively oh. close, like 20 minutes away. It's so good, dude. Oh, if you, you if you do like the Texas toast and you put your chicken in that, oh the, my god! The, I I was well I got when I went to Raising Cane's I got the um the sandwich where it's the Texas toast with the chicken in it and the sauce. Mm -hmm. Oh, so good! That bread is like disgusting, like in a good way, disgusting. <laughs> yeah, like oh my god, it's it's so fucking amazing. <laughs> where do you put Zaxby's? I really I haven't had a ton of Zaxby's. I would say it's probably like A or B for me. Okay. Cause I would put it like right below Raising Cane's. Like I think they're very similar and very good, but I think Raising Cane's is better. So do you want to? I'd be comfortable with A. I a. think A is fair. Okay. Um, Do you want to do? I hate to be, cause I'm the only one who's tried churches and I've tried it once again on the coast to coast trip. Uh, I ate a lot of fast food <laughs> that trip. Um, have to. I got it in, I think, Illinois or Missouri. I don't remember. Uh, and it was awful. <laughs> really? 
it was terrible it was like the like it was almost inedible like awful huh okay so you want to give that you want to put that detail I, I have no say in this so this yeah i'm putting it there and that's solely my opinion because you've never had it okay it the, the chicken was it was over salted but like i don't want to say undercooked but it like it had like that texture of undercooked chicken which is a huge turnoff for me you know what i'm talking about yeah it's a, are you talking about how it's like kind of like a little bit more slimy maybe like it's, it's yeah like, like that weird yeah yeah and it's like it, i don't know and like the the like the flavoring was off too like even the seasoning was off it was just it was not a good experience i think we literally like didn't eat it and went somewhere like drove down the road a little bit and got something else <laughs> that's gross i okay so that 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 seems fair to me then based on what you're describing um yeah if i can put something else in the the d tier i would say bojangles i do not think their chicken is good at all (sighs) yeah i have to i have to put away my thoughts on everything else because i don't go to bojangles for their chicken (laughs) no 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 if i'm talking like if if all i could eat there was the chicken that they have like they would be out of business. I don't think anyone goes there like just for the chicken. Yeah, I've gotten their their like fried like legs and stuff before, and it's it's okay. Their chicken tenders are again they're they're kind of okay, but the I think the quality of the meat is a little. Yeah, I I would be willing. Low. I can go high as C. I would say C is okay for me, but I wouldn't want to go any higher than that. I think judging on the rest of these, I think C might be a fair spot. Just okay. so we have like an even number, because I don't think any of these other ones. Well, we only have three left. Yeah. Um. Okay. Here's an interesting one. I if we can do Popeyes, mm-hmm. Popeyes is anywhere from S to D. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> Popeyes, like, if you get a chicken sandwich when people care, the people working actually care, mm-hmm. they have the best chicken sandwich out there. Yeah. Like if you get one of their ones where they like they fry it and they you know they they put all the right stuff on it, the pickle and the mayonnaise and shit and all the right seasonings, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. But I've had chicken sandwiches from there that are like F tier because they're overcooked and just like stringy and dry. Um so but I've had more good sandwiches than bad, so I'd probably give it like an A. Yeah, I've I think I've only really had Popeyes with their chicken sandwiches actually i take that back because when the chicken sandwich craze was like just coming it was that last summer or something like that something like that yeah they were out and so i got some tenders this was at the philly one when i was in philly um because there's a there's a popeyes like i don't know three quarters of a mile from my apartment and it was pretty bad (laughs) (laughs) um but i've also i think i had it in um like South Jersey and in Virginia, and they were pretty good. But I got the chicken sandwiches both those times. So do you want to go... Where do you want to put it? It's tough for me because I like I would really be comfortable putting it anywhere on this list. <laughs> but like, because if you put it in S, I would totally understand. But if you put it in D, I would get it too. So like, I'm thinking maybe B or A would be probably the most fair. My, my vote is A. Okay, I'll throw it in. I'll throw it in A, but I'm like I'm like right in the middle. Yeah, we can just say that it's in the middle between those two. Yeah, so we're we're between A and B. Okay, 
Uh, Buffalo Wild Wings. Let's go with that one. I would I would put that right in the middle. Same. They have a lot of sauces, but depending on how you like your chicken, I like mine a little bit on like the crispier and drier side. Like you cook it a little bit longer, um, which is what they tend to do, I think. But I've also had it where it tastes like they literally just microwave their wings, <laughs> their boneless wings. Well, that's that's usually what I get there, just because I like I like boneless wings better. And a lot of places do it really well. Like there's a place called Big Woody's uh, near my house, which does amazing um, boneless wings. But like th- these are kind of like Tyson chicken nuggets that are just dunked in sauce. Yeah. Which are good, but not necessarily restaurant quality. So I, I would say B is probably fair. That That's exactly how I would put it. Good, but not restaurant quality <laughs> from, a, from a restaurant. <laughs> like if I microwaved it at my house, it would be the greatest meal I've ever had. But going yeah. out to eat it is like, really? I'd paid $8,000 for these fucking wings? Because Buffalo Wild Wings is really expensive. It, it, yeah, it can get expensive. Also, I, I think it's Buffalo Wild Wings. They don't put the uh, the number like that you can order on their menu. So like how many comes in an order? How many comes in a small? Yeah. Every time. They, and, and, and the small is like $8 and it, it's like six wings. <laughs> it's yeah. not a lot at all. I think it's five. See, this is the, I never know. I never remember, but, uh, and finally the goat Chick-fil-A, the, uh, <laughs> I shouldn't say the goat, the, um, homophobic one. <laughs> <laughs> Can I talk about my beef with Chick-fil-A other than the home the homophobic part? I didn't know you had beef with Chick-fil-A, but I have I have beef with one thing that they do. I have beef with a couple things that they do, but one thing that really makes me upset is their um the amount of chicken minis that you can get is either three or four, which is the stupidest choice. <laughs> it it like it 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 makes me irrationally angry because I go through the drive-thru and it should be like two or four or four and six or like some even number, but it's like, do you want three or four? I'm like, what, what the fuck kind of measurement is that? Yeah. It's and they're not very big. Like the difference between three and four, I guess what you're saying, the difference between three and four is like nothing. It's nothing. So I'm like, if I want, like I either have to get one more than I want, or I got to get four more. <laughs> and I can get two threes and that's six. And then they can be like, do you want seven or eight or whatever? <laughs> <laughs> it's just so stupid. Um. <laughs> God damn, it makes me angry. I also, I don't love right now that they're doing the the outside thing where people mm-hmm. are like right in your face during the middle of a pandemic. Yeah, I, uh, I've i gone to Chick-fil-A once during the pandemic. It was... I've, been, I've been more times than that, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> I do, I love Chick-fil-A though. I would probably, I, I think Chick-fil-A is only bad on occasion. Like sometimes mm-hmm. you get a chicken sandwich just kind of gnarly and you're like, I don't really want to eat this. Um, I would probably put that in like, I, if you want to do S, I'm okay with that, but I would put it like in between S and A. I would probably put it in A, and I know that's kind of like a like a we got our lot there already. I'm gonna throw it in A. I think that's good. There, I'm I'm, I really like their like fried chicken, but their grilled chicken is where like they lose a tier for me because I've gotten like their grilled deluxe sandwiches. And the it just it's like a little, it's super rubbery. Yeah, and like like the texture of it is like what gets to me on their grilled. Yeah, no, I agree. Sometimes I don't like that the breading just kind of falls off. 
and you're left with like just the meat and it kind of it, it has that weird rubbery taste yeah um and so the one thing i really don't like is when you get like the the pockets of whatever that gray matter is in it you know what i'm talking about like you get, like that, a nasty bite of chicken mm-hmm. um i feel like you get a lot of those like at least one bite out of the sandwich is like one of those little pockets of nasty shit well if you're using real meat i think that might be kind of unavoidable like that just might be how the meat is yeah no that's true um and again like 90 percent of the time it's a good experience and if we are talking about you know other stuff that's there they have this thing called a frosted lemonade which is like a lemonade milkshake and it's fucking amazing yeah chick-fil-a's lemonades are fucking dank um yeah there's our rankings raising cane takes number one. Oh yeah last year it's not even yeah. close. Raising Cane's is like. <laughs> yeah, I, I I can solely agree. I think I think I can agree with, as far as testing their chicken. This is pretty accurate, in my opinion. Yeah, if we're going just on chicken alone, I think Raising Cane's is the like if you're just getting a finger or a you know whatever type of chicken they offer, like you can't really get better than than Raising Cane's. Oh, Church is in D tier. Okay. Oh, is this like what everybody else did? So this is the community one. I don't, I can't tell like who, 11. Is that it? It's not a good sample size. <laughs> it's not a good sample size at all. <laughs> um, so Raisin Cane's is pretty high. Buffalo Wild Wings at B. Zaxby's is a little low for my liking. But we've ranked, I mean, KFC's a little low too. They put Popeye's, it's the chicken sandwiches. That's, that's what that's about. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah this I mean I I kind of agree with this I raising cane should be S tier for sure um yeah but our lists were pretty similar other than what is it KFC they Zach- put KFC pretty low yeah we had Zaxby's A tier as well yeah we did so I might actually I would be okay with Zaxby's being in the B tier oh, uh, whatever <laughs> <laughs> their sauce I, is I, amazing though like, I, yeah I think raising cane sauce is a little bit better yeah yeah. Raising Cane's is better in every category from any of these places. <laughs> that was, dude, that was really fun. I liked, <laughs> I might make that a separate video on the channel. Like, I might just cut that out and then put that up with this podcast. So, if people just want to see our chicken lists, okay, <laughs> I might do that as like a separate thing because that was really fun. Um, all right. Well, then, if you do that, we need to fill some more time. So, what's your mystery topic? No, no, no. I'll keep it in here. I just meant like it's like, oh, a highlights oh, thing. Oh. like a highlights clip. I'll put that video up too, just in case oh, okay. people like just want to watch that. I thought you meant like completely cut it. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm going to leave it in here too. I just meant like if someone would like wanted to see our chicken list. <laughs> <laughs> this could be our most viewed video. <laughs> <laughs> we cover all this news. We try to give people the facts about entertainment and our most viewed videos about chicken. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't want it any other way. <laughs> Actually, the KF console one did really well <laughs> yeah yeah which is chicken so you know i don't know who knows we got to yeah. give the audience what they want let us know do you want us to just talk about chicken yeah do you want this to be a chicken podcast <laughs> we need a little refresh i'm down for the change if we just <laughs> turn into a chicken channel <laughs> damn it now i have to name this something about chicken <laughs> yeah you gotta throw throw some chickens in the thumbnail yeah, put MF Doom in the corner or something. <laughs> MF Doom like petting a chicken. Oh, that's a great idea. 
Oh man, what what time are we at? Do we have time for another mystery topic? Or because I don't I don't even know if I can top that. <laughs> We're uh, like an hour and four, so we can stop or we can. I'm fine with just having if we want to if we do this again next week or you know another week where there's no guests. Um, I can just I'll throw up. Uh, You'll bring um, your own uh, tier. That's ranking. actually a good idea. If we do it like you know again, where it's just the two of us, or maybe we find somebody else who knows about what I'm going to do, mm-hmm. or, or I can like pre-plan it, then maybe I'll do another tier list because I, I really enjoy doing that. You and yeah. I, you and I actually agreed a lot more than I thought we were going to on the chicken. Yeah, I thought there would be some disagreements, but yeah, I think yeah. we were kind of like pretty close to right on the money. So that that's that's nice at least. <laughs> yeah, and we're pretty close on with the community, so I think. Yeah, people really know what they like in their chicken. <laughs> I want everybody too who's watching. I want you guys to let us know what your favorite chicken place is. Yeah, also, would... I want to know what your favorite fast food place is in general. I'd like to know yeah. that as well. Leave it in the comments. What's your S tier chicken and in general fast food restaurant? Yeah, and if it's not rallies, I'm going to be upset. <laughs> <laughs> or checkers, I guess for everybody who's yeah, I was going to say checkers. Virginia. <laughs> I don't know what my favorite restaurant is. Checkers is up there, but depending on the one you go to, their fries are amazing. Like they have the best fast food fries ever. They have the best fast food fries. Arby's is close, but yeah, they got the curly fries there that are really good. Mm-hmm. Anyway, <laughs> you want to <laughs> you want to do uh, recommendations? Um. Yeah. Sure. I. Uh, you want to go first, and then. Yeah. So, um, I watched this earlier this week, um, but my recommendation is. Dr. Horrible sing along. Do you know what that is? I do actually. I saw that a long time ago, but yes. Yeah, I hadn't watched it like ever until this week. I saw it on like Reddit or something, and it was really good. I loved it. <laughs> so if you haven't seen it, go check it out. It's really yeah. funny. Yeah, it's really funny. It the story I won't I don't want to spoil anything, but I really liked how it went. And it's got Neil Patrick Harris and some other big name people that I can't think of. <laughs> Yeah, it had a lot of people who weren't super famous at the time, but mm-hmm. then went on to do a lot of cool stuff. I haven't seen that in years. I should, is that on Netflix? It's on YouTube. Oh, it's on YouTube. Okay. Yeah. Let's check that out again. It's only like 30 minutes or something, too. Like, it's really short from what I remember. Yeah, I think it was like 42 minutes. 42? Okay, yeah. yeah. So it's it's not like a full-length movie. No, it's like the it's like if you watch like a long TV episode, like that's all it is. But it's a, it's a one cohesive story. Okay. Well, my recommendation before we got on was going to be MF Doom. <laughs> it can still be MF Doom. It Just know still... there's, no, there's no new music coming out. Yeah, no, for sure. Should I do... Um, Unless there's think... a posthumous album. There might be. They might do like a Juice World thing. There's one song in particular that I heard that I really liked. Let me see if I can find it. It was... It's called All Caps. Um that one was really really good it has like this uh kind of jazzy jazzy beat to it but it, it mm-hmm. also sounds very old school um and then his flow on it is awesome i really like that song a lot so yeah okay. check out mf doom and all of his past stuff i guess now <laughs> <laughs> sorry buddy r.i.p all right well that's been episode 13 of split screen media podcast um if you like this give us a like if you want to stick around and uh yeah cut 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 this (laughs) (laughs) do i have to cut it uh no that's fine um 
if you want to see me mess up more uh hit the subscribe button uh we throw out a new podcast every friday um leave us a comment down below what your s tier uh chicken place is and general fast food and uh like and subscribe our facebook twitter all our social media email us if you want to get in contact with us we're always looking for guests to be on the show and uh goodbye bye everybody